0: That hurt.
1: (laughs) More verticality.
0: Mm. Recording in progress. All right. uh All right. Welcome to the Straight Red Card. We are clear to swear from here on out. that safe first, intro, we are all safe. We are here <laughs> with Pete and Filippo, who just got done with the wrong. Um, so if you, you pointed to the business. wrong
2: side, what do you want there, Derek? <laughs> I'm Filippo,
0: everything. I'm yeah,
2: Let's you see, pointed to that? Pete when you said Pete. when you pointed, <laughs> <laughs> to...
0: hey tactical dog, wake up. Yeah, <laughs> so if you guys have not liked or subscribed uh, to, to Tactical Manager, um or 11 Yanks. Make sure you get the hell over there and do that. Um, they're great guys, and they're very informative. They just did a very informative hour-long show on the U-20s coming up, so make sure you go check that out if you missed the live show. What's going on, guys? How you doing? You seem really busy these days. Really busy. be Try- yeah, trying to be.
3: I mean, <laughs> or not trying to be, but sometimes being forced. The bills must be paid. This is what I'm learning in March, <laughs> is that like... I had all these great plans. I was going to go to Charlotte this weekend for their opener. Uh, but, you know, just work stuff comes up and that's life. So, Well, uh, that's the acting, right? How's that going? Uh, it's actually not the acting that came oh. up this time.
2: So okay. it's a more complex situation than that. It's a different kind of acting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretending to like what you're doing at work. That's acting. Yeah, exactly. Isn't? Pretending to like my boss. <laughs> Yeah, and and, and Filippo, you are going to Charlotte, so how did that all come about? You want to give us a so summary? me and P got me and P got invited there by uh,
2: Charlotte media, it was their media um, or the club itself, and we were both going to go. P was going to go too, and he he's not going to be able to go, obviously. But I'm just going as planned. Um, I'll be arriving there tomorrow very early, so I'll be at Charlotte at nine a.m. already. So yeah. I got a plane to catch early in the morning, um, and that's it. That's pretty much it. And then going to go to the game. Looking forward, 70,000 people. Yeah,
0: It's been a while since I've seen that. That's what That's... I'm looking forward to. I'll make a vlog. I'll make a vlog for everyone to watch. I'll try to make a vlog. That's a really savvy move on their part, to be really honest, because, you know, they're already trying to tap into sort of the indie independent media market, which is a smart idea, I think, on their part. It's well, nice if see you were really savvy, Derek, they
3: would have you and Brett do the halftime comedy show. Now, there's there's the savvy move, right?
2: Just they are not trying to get canceled, dude. You want them to get canceled already? They just got into the league. Just I would got go into just the for league. the
3: halftime show. Forget like Shakira, you know, Derek and Brett, there you go.
0: Uh, they just, I'm going to pull, my, like I'm gonna pull like my, a, my best impersonation of you, Pluto
1: from uh, Animal House and just chug a Jack Daniels bottle and throw it and smash it. Yeah.
0: Off. Then I'll have to do drag you Do you dance, hips, hips Don't
2: Lie, Derek, Brett?
1: No, I
0: really don't dance, even though I was really into hip hop. Hip hoppers don't dance. So that's not a thing we do. And uh, so I'm going to have to pass. No dancing. I mean, it would be hilarious if I danced, but i look like the, the chick from um, uh, <laughs> Seinfeld. Um, Elaine. I would do, I'd look a lot like Elaine dancing, you know. Only fans, Derek. Only fans, <laughs> where, you, where
3: you just dance.
1: That, that would be,
3: I would sign up. That would was be the longest horrible. time we
1: were talking about having an OnlyFans channel where we just play our podcast.
0: <laughs> By the way, it is national talk in the third person day. So if you feel any need to do that, feel free to say, like, Pete believes this, you know, to start out. Or me, Filippo. I believe the following, but you don't have
1: to. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, I was so not like, aware. Me, Filippo, that that like, happy. do
2: yeah. <laughs> so, I sound, well, like that? sound Russian now? I
0: sound Russian. Oh. <laughs> so the whole moving now. <laughs> the whole thing we were going to cover today, and the reason we're going to do it is because of the stark difference between a Jesse Marsh. Um, press media interview and a Greg Berhalter one. Those mm. are very different types of interviews and people were coming out uh, in England and overall the English press saying how impressed they were with that, that first interview um, by Jesse Marsh. So we're going to play some of it, show some of the highlights of it, and then, you know, kind of c- talk about the contents of what he said, but also talk about the, the difference the authenticity in what in the way he answers the question and how it's zero fear like zero fear brett you want to we got the first clip
1: well i guess i guess uh first off oh pete go ahead Filippo, did you guys uh watch the interview the presser
3: clips i've watched I, clips I did i watched the full interview
1: do you guys or uh pete did you did you read any of the chat did you follow yeah that at the all? Chat
3: was interesting
1: I wanted wanted before we jump into any of the clips. I just want to show a couple of the highlights, and oddly enough, have got five clips here, and they're all from the same
0: person. Comment. Oh, this is the dialogue on the side, the chat. Yeah. Oh, I know what guy you're talking about too.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Let's see here.
0: Here's
3: the first one. Yeah, I remember this guy. He was. He's also a Manchester
1: United fan. He's not a Leeds fan. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) He's just with like. Like, just spamming the chat for the longest time until he probably got timed out. And then after he came back, he came up with a new one.
0: <laughs> He's taking us down. He's taking <laughs> us down. Mars the Bloody Yank is taking us down. I'm Let's sure they'll turn chance. that into a cheat, uh, chant at Leeds if things go badly. <laughs> Let's hope they yes. don't. Uh, another one of Rangik's disciples always in our shadow. We are the real United. Yeah, this okay. That's coming out, yeah. Yeah, Man United guy. He's just upset. Ragnitz, there. Right? I mean, they that wish
2: was... they were Manchester United. Manchester United is top five right now, six. They're almost getting relegated.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's a little nervous, Ragnitz pet. Okay, I mean, and they... got one more. Boy, that's almost excessive at this point. Uh, <laughs> Eric Cantona. Okay, <laughs> someone who yep. p- pines for the old days. Apparently, the old days. Yeah. So. We're gonna play some of the clips that we picked out, and you guys will probably have already seen most of them. Way to prep the uh, the guests, there, Brett. Um, I will the say show real was quick like. though ahead. that
3: that Anirudh fellow was actually in the minority in the chat. Oh yes, absolutely. The vast majority of the fans were like, yeah, well, I love you know Beal but you know I'm gonna give him a chance. He seems got well-spoken. You know, like there was really complimentary, uh, mostly. I thought.
1: And well, I'm, really, it, I'm really impressed with that, uh, that accent you just threw on there. It's,
3: that was pretty good. That's, that's not funny. even remotely a Yorkshire accent. Leeds <laughs> fans, when they watch this, are going to come for me. They're gonna be yeah. <laughs>
0: the Well, what was interesting – go ahead. Go what ahead. say,
2: sorry. too, is uh, talking about Leeds fan. I, I had a video with, with uh, Leeds United channel uh, talking about Jesse Marsh. And, and I saw that was, guy. And he's actually looking forward and excited for it. He explained the reasoning why tactically, right? He said that Marsh is more of a zonal presser. Yep. Uh, and and Bielsa is more of a man mark presser and he thinks Zona will work much better with the Leeds United player. So he thinks Marsh is the right fit. Now, obviously, this is just a speculating, right? We'll see sure. how he actually implements that idea into Leeds United. But this guy was very smart. Well, he was talking about this Englishman, um, Connor. And he seemed excited for it. he didn't he, he he completely fought off the ted lasso i mentioned Ted Lasso. he's like no man he, he fucking, no.
0: yeah he said he wouldn't touch that but i actually subscribed yeah. to his, his channel right after that so thanks and uh, <laughs> i watched his show today as well where he went into this this as well um so uh but yeah, you're right. I think that the generally the English media locally in Leeds has been really positive, which is nice to hear. And the fact that Jesse has been had a great sense of humor about it and was very, um, you know, he read The Room and he, you know, that's something Greg can't do. Greg has a real hard problem reading <sighs> The Room. Toxic,
1: toxic, <laughs> toxic. I, I, I think I think he's actually just reading the chat. He's like, ah, oh, God, I got to bring it up now.
0: And he didn't say the word field. And he didn't use the word soccer, except for saying, I'm not going to say soccer. So there you go. And we'll get into all those. Go yeah. ahead, Brett. Let's play this first clip. Don't think we have sound. What? No. But he's looking I good. He's it. Looking I good. clicked it. I clicked it. We did this. We're just getting used to this live thing, guys. I, I, know, the clicked
1: it. It. I, I clicked it. It's the weirdest thing in the world. It's tough
0: for Brett because he's got to be on the show and
3: do it all this. It could be show. that you just don't have sound from – it was very quiet. The questions are very quiet. That could just
1: be – Very done. true. So the, the, um, I'll go ahead and prep it in case you guys can't hear the actual question. I did check it this time, so you'll at least hear Jesse. Uh, but this is basically asking why is he at Leeds? Why Why? Why Leeds? Okay. You know, why you – Why Leeds? <laughs> yeah.
4: I think he <laughs> says the um, opposite himself. himself.
3: All so right, here's the Marcello story. Marcelo that. A made about the fact that you and him have similar sort of styles, certainly.
4: I just wondered, does that
3: allow you to make
2: a quicker impact, bearing in mind those similar styles?
4: Well, I mean, this is the reason I'm here, I think, right? I, I, I certainly didn't have the career, a coaching career, managerial career that Marcelo had before he came. But I think uh, anyone who is in charge of a sporting side of a club should do a really good job of trying to figure out what in the end are processes and succession plans for players, for for staff, for certainly for managers so that um, the transition from one phase of a club to the next is as smooth as it can possibly be. And certainly then when I sit and talk with Victor at different moments and he explains to me the reasons why he believes I'm the right person, you can't help but be attracted to that kind of uh, analysis and also energy. Um, yeah, I believe as well It's the reason I'm here That was a,
0: a good summary And I think later on he goes on to say I really thought also should have stayed For the rest of the season Which I thought was really like well, The yeah, smart he, thing to say
1: Yeah, he, he said that he would have liked to have seen him Finish out the season And go from there like Then take over in the summer But He
3: even said that when Andrea I believe Andrea is the owner's name Asked him to come on early, he actually fought for Bielsa and said, I think you should stick with him to the end of the season, because he'll yeah. keep you up. Which, you know...
0: But rumors like, be- rumors behind the scenes have it that he had lost the locker room with the uh, the man-to-man uh, marking, and um, and uh, especially the back four uh, or the back three, depending on the game you want to point out. But they, they had lost belief as well as some of the midfielders um, they were getting scored on constantly. So something had to change. And as far as I understand it, that was the reason that he was given. Although he's not going to say that in public, but the real reason was ownership had talked to the players and they said, listen, this is, this is not getting any better anytime soon. You're going to have to change things, or he's going to have to change. In fact, they asked Bielsa to change and Bielsa said, no, I'm not changing.
1: Wow. <laughs> Mere images of uh, of uh, Marshall Jesse Marsh.
0: Jesse Marsh. <laughs> yeah, it's totally crazy. It is. It really is. You get a lot of coaches nowadays. What's that? It
2: seems like a lot of coach. I was going to say oh. one of the US doesn't like to change, <laughs> just keeps his verticality, his 4-3-3. Three, three, oh. When you have the number one
3: Tom, winning sir? percentage in America, <laughs> in American history, okay, then you don't have to change. You just have to do you, bro.
1: Even, even on those he's games where we even, lose, we dominate. He's not even the so. best
0: bald USMNT coach ever. It's true. <laughs> and I believe Bruce Arena is pretty much bald at this point too, at least well, on the very top. Bob 20th. Bradley too is a, yes. Yeah, Bruce Arena. I don't yeah.
2: know, man. Bruce the 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 twenty six, the twenty the seventeen version of Bruce Arena was not
0: a good memory. Yeah, <laughs> I, we don't have to relive really that. out. <laughs> we, live,
1: we relive it every every window. Yeah, yeah. So we relive it.
0: We really do.
2: So uh, we, might, we might kill it off this one, but this is where it ends. Hopefully.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. It's got to end.
0: I hope you're right. <laughs> um, do we want to take some questions on the side if they are related to anything we're talking about here with Pete and Filippo? I know that's a lot to do, Brett, and I really hate the fact that you have to do it. I actually
1: you're, stopped looking at it for a second there.
0: Okay, um, we, here we go. We need a Dustin. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did he say anything about verticality?
0: Nothing.
3: <laughs> there was nothing about no. verticality, which would be the reason why he fails. Not enough verticality. Verticality,
0: Yeah. So yeah. true. All right. You want to play the next vid? grab one more here. Oh, okay. Let's yeah, do a few. Just to make it
2: clear, verticality only has one weakness, which is away games in CONCACAF. That's the, the weakness of verticality. So if you're not playing away in CONCACAF, you need to use
0: verticality. This is very true. Otherwise, yeah, it's very stifled. All right. Armando Zarate asks if he manages to keep them up without a transfer window and with an injured squad, that would be an achievement within itself. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, guys. I mean, if you want to comment on that, it would be, that's for sure.
3: Yeah. I mean, if he keeps them up, that's all he has to do this season. Just not get relegated, you know, and then next, like in the summer, they can refresh the squad. They can rebuild. There's rumors about, you know, Brendan Aronson coming in, possibly, Georgi Mihailovic, personally, I'd be a little surprised to see that, but mm-hmm. he'll have the owner will back him in the summer if he keeps them up. And that's all he has to do now. And I'll be honest, I don't think it's going to be as hard as some people are saying to keep
1: them up.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: they got Norwich to worry about. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're,
2: much better, they're much better than the teams that are battling relegation mm-hmm. um, on paper. Right, they have players that are high quality players like Rafinha, Calvin Phillips, Bamford. Also for the relegation, is a good center forward. So they should be fine, right? The problem that the guy that came to my channel was talking to Leeds is this man press style of play from Bielsa, without Calvin Phillips all season, yeah. uh, was a hot mess, right? I believe one of their center backs, the German center back they have, they moved into the midfield. He's slow it was getting broken down very easily, and they're probably the worst defense in the Premier League right now. So if if he can just make the defense a little bit better, playing a 4-2-2-2 formation, making a little bit more compact, narrow, and try to go direct, he has the players. He should be
0: fine in terms of relegation. That shouldn't That's, be an issue. Especially since all the reports say that Bamford's like this close to coming back and Phillips is about this close to coming back. Yeah, That, that would, would be, a, be big deal. a big deal for sure. Okay. Chris, we'll, little- Hold
1: on, we'll, we'll come back to Chris because that's going to be a n- nice transition to our next clip. Oh, okay. Just got to cover this while it's here.
0: So says the producer. I trust <laughs> you, Brett.
1: <laughs> uh, Spencer Daughtry, great dollars Thanks, man. Uh, can you all... the hell is that word? Succinctly. 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 Explain major reasons why uh, Jesse is greater than Greg. Sorry, there's probably 100 plus reasons.
0: All right, well, let's start. We let's start. Yeah, go ahead, Filippo. Let's start. I'll just say
2: I'll just start by 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 the most simple answer possible. When you get a job somewhere right in the real world outside of soccer, you send them your resume and they cut some people off based off the resume. Right. Mm -hmm. When you get Jesse Marsh's resume and Greg Berhalter's resume, you would cut off Greg Berhalter's resume. So that's like the the, the simple answer. Now, that's probably all i'm going to leave off otherwise we're going to keep going i need to let you guys talk (laughs) well that's the paper version for sure
0: yeah yeah the paper
2: version is just look at the resume and there you have it like any job application in the world you usually go based off first on the resume then you do the interviews and then people that have a similar resume you select based on your feeling like how you Mm -hmm. felt on the interview that person now yeah that's the first one
1: I don't think the problem is I don't think not not all the all the other coaches that probably applied for the job didn't have brothers within USSF, so that helps.
0: Or hers. Oof. Yeah. Pete, what do you think? I mean, Um, just just give us one or two reasons. (laughs) There probably are a hundred, but.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, I don't, I don't even want to go on record as saying that Jesse is better than Greg, right? For me, they're both actually similar in the sense that they're both ideologues. They both think the game should be played a certain way. And, you know, we love Jesse. I love Jesse. But I'm not going to lie. I still have concerns about Jesse's ability to adapt when the circumstances aren't ideal. He didn't adapt at Leipzig. Even at Salzburg, as successful as he was, he never did anything that Salzburg is doing now, getting to, you know, knock out of a Champions League, right? I love Jesse.
2: I do. And I think that's the way... If you want to... Huh? He had a tougher group, right? They had an easy group this time.
3: He never did anything in, even in Europa League. I'm sorry. I just don't I don't I don't think they necessarily had that much tougher of a group. Look, I like Jesse. There's I'm Miami just saying that I need I need Jesse to be a little more adaptable and flexible and not just be like if your players don't fit my system, we're not going to be successful. And that's yep. essentially what happened at Leipzig.
0: They're so, both yeah. They're both very dogmatic. But, yeah.
3: Yes, very dogmatic, and you can afford to be more dogmatic at a club
2: than a national team. Absolutely, yep. But we know how that is true about Jesse. My only question in regards to Greg is, what is Greg's system, right? Because Jesse, we know his style of play is the Red Bull one, the press, press game. What is (laughs) what is Greg? I don't know what
3: Greg is. Question. Do not question at all sit you, down you're losing try. your press
1: pass right now yes. get out of here. you
0: remember. will hear
3: you will hear a lot of the same <laughs> making jossie's art is sad
0: <laughs> you will hear a then lot he of gone. the same language out of marsh's mouth that you hear out of Burhalter's mouth about when you, you press quickly uh, you dispossess and then you immediately attack a lot of those things are very much the same the difference is one tends to play a little bit different setup. Like, I mean, Greg's married to a 4-3-3. And Jesse is sort of married to either two things, a 4-2-2-2 or a four-a-three-four-three. So 4, that's 4, it. That's 4-4-2. it.
2: He's played a 4-4-2 diamond a few times at Salzburg. Um Leipzig, he didn't do that. Now, another thing to say is the press conference you're talking about, right? They seem mm-hmm. like one seems like a leader, a professional, Jesse Marsh. Yes. While yeah. Well, Greg's, Greg. Greg it sometimes seems like he's not even in touch with reality, right? Like leaving the Canada game that we lose 2-0, we don't play well, we don't dominate, and he comes out saying he's never seen such a dominant performance away and all that crap. So <laughs> there's also the personality difference, right? Um, Marsh mm-hmm. seems to have some charisma, be able to motivate people and get like, I'm with this guy, while Greg does bounce passes and wears cool shoes. <laughs> so
1: going off, going off of that, uh, you know, he, 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 I think it's a per- personality issue for me, and you brought up the the, pre- the pressers and we're comparing the two. Um I think the thing we need to look at is Greg's sense of humor versus Jesse's sense of humor. And mm. Greg's sense of humor is, I like this uh, Starbucks cup I got. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. got a moose on it. <laughs> and... And Jesse, Jesse uh, lays in it for a minute, and we'll watch this one later when he talks about how uh, Ted Lasso probably didn't help the image of American uh, coaches abroad. Yeah. So. No, I agree. <laughs> it's charisma, right? Yep. When, yep. when Jesse talks, you want to run through a wall
3: for this guy right? Yep. When Greg talks, you want to bark like an African dog. Like that's kind right. of the different level of like <laughs> motivation. I just, you, you see these clips, right? There was that clip of Jesse after the, in the Champions League halftime, mm-hmm. yep. you know, so feel respect for the Gegner. And he was going after these guys and like, we they need to feel us. We need to compete. And then you cut to like Greg's halftime and he's like, we're going to sick the dogs tonight. We're dogs. Woof, woof. I'm just like, what is going on? So I, I'm being a little facetious here. I, I don't want to suggest that that wasn't the right thing to do, but I just, when Greg, when Greg talks, I'm like, huh? And when yeah. Jesse talks, I want to run for a wall. And the run other big,
0: di- the other big difference about uh, today is when Jesse's taking questions, he, he looks like, you know, free going, sort of free spirited kind of guy. Whereas when Greg takes questions, it's like he's taking questions from the grim fucking Reaper or something. You know, He's he's got a really sullen. And then the other difference is the timidity of the two different medias. Uh, you know, Greg gets the softballs and then they asked, you know, they asked Jesse some kind of weird ones that could have gone awkwardly today. So yeah. maybe we should get the next one, Brett. Well, white them over, no? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, you could, you could feel it in the chat too. And again, we're going to get to some of these uh, clips with like the Ted Lasso clips and stuff like that. But it was just, you could feel the chat just sway into his favor. Like, okay, I like him. I'm going to give him a chance, you know, type thing.
0: Shout out to Michael the Turd Cameraman. <laughs> Welcome to the chat.
1: <laughs> I would click on you, but I don't want to scroll up to find this uh, this question again. Uh, but Chris Gary says, uh, Marsh wanting, uh, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Yelza. Yelza, okay. I know I would say it wrong regardless of how I say it. Uh, to, uh, to stick out the season reminds him of it reminds me of when he allegedly went uh, went to Leipzig board and said he isn't the right person for the job, which
0: we broke right here on this show. We did it. um we we said, listen. <laughs> that's kind of weird because I said it and then people are like, how, how do you fucking know? but uh, we had got word through the all. grapevine that Jesse was conf- uh, basically went to uh, the management and said, listen, uh, I thought we were going to do things my way, uh, the Red Bull way. And they said, no, no, we want you to, could you do it like the guy before you? Because that worked. And Jesse's like, no, maybe I'm the wrong guy for the job. And they said, well, maybe you are the wrong guy for the job. He's like, yeah, I'm going to leave. And that's kind of how the conversation went as we were told uh, from someone behind the scenes. And we reported it that day and people were like, man, how do you know that? And then it turns out as we're about to find out, is this the quote, This It is. Yep. Where he talks about it?
4: Yep. And your last job was with a big club in a a major European league.
3: I I wonder what that taught you with hindsight and whether it taught you to do anything differently this time around.
4: Yeah, I mean listen, the, the, the Leipzig situation was is difficult for me to explain to clearly. It was on paper the right move because it was inside of our company and, and in theory, uh, uh, a similar type playing style, but, but then getting there and getting on the ground, I could see that a lot had changed from a lot of perspectives. And I had major concerns from the start on whether the things that I wanted to implement were going to work. Um, unfortunately those, those, uh, feelings, uh, played themselves out, but I, I was perfectly acceptable to say, um, that, that this wasn't going to work. I should also say, you know, we had a Corona where everyone was hurt. I was in quarantine. And before that time we were in fifth place, we had just beaten Dortmund. Like it seemed like things were moving in a positive direction and it fell apart. What I learned from that. And this is why why I applied to why I want to be here in Leeds is that what's most important is the connection of people and, and the similar mindsets on on what we want to be, how we want to communicate, how we want to work every day, how we want to play, that that connection among people inside of a club and with the community is what's most important. And again, this is what led me to here.
0: Awesome. Yeah, and I think that kind of clearly lays out that he got there and of course Nagel, Nagelsman had just left. And um, once things started going south, Uh, The team I heard also sort of sort of mutinied in a way they're like, we don't want to play this fucking high press shit. We want to go back to what we were doing last year with Nagelsmann. Um, And that just it wasn't going well. So I don't know if you guys have any thoughts about that or comments. Um, I mean, can I speak real quick? Because I got to go
2: because I got to pack and get ready yeah, to sleep. So just real quick on that. Yeah, it's um, it's a confirmation of what we've been hearing about the past few mm-hmm. months, I would say, probably, right? right? Ever since and then, we stopped talking about Marsh a little bit once he was on forced vacation um after getting fired. Uh, But yeah, definitely Leipzig, there were more issues. We also heard that his wife was going through um, health issues Um, that has to affect him as a human being. And you're not 100%. We all know how it could be if you have outside problems affecting you in your day-to-day work. So yeah, it's unfortunate that it didn't work out. And I'm happy for Jesse that he's getting a second chance in the top five league in a club that might not be like Leipzig. That will be competing for Champions League. But it's a very prestigious club. That maybe next season, if he does the pieces right, maybe he can get to, like, deep on an EFL Cup, FA Cup, or possibly qualify to an Europa League or something. That would be very good if he can do that for Leeds United, a team that a lot of people that are young. Well, I'm young too, but but <laughs> don't remember how big Leeds United was, right? They made it to a semifinals of the Champions League before getting relegated because of bankruptcy. It's a very traditional club, and they're actually the main rivals of Manchester United. So I'll yep. go from that. But, boys, Pete, Brett, Derek, I'm going to go. I got the plane to play catch early in the morning. Guys, enjoy. Thanks, Hit the like button before you go. And
0: ciao. Ciao, Filippo. Hey, man, All right. Well, it's great to have both of you on the show at the same time, no even problem. though we knew it was we going to be brief. I know we should. <laughs> we will. We will. How, you guys how should
3: come that? on 11 Yanks. I don't think you've ever come on 11 Yanks, have you? Oh, We'd be happy to. That would be fun.
0: We'll no,
1: save that for the OnlyFans channel
0: coming on. <laughs> That's where we make Derek do the <laughs> Hips do dance. You know, it's only so funny. I didn't even know what OnlyFans was until we started
4: doing the show again.
3: <laughs> oh, I had no clue. Yeah, right. I don't believe you, Derek. You're subscribed m- to like 15 OnlyFans personalities. <laughs> probably. <laughs>
4: No fucking clue
0: whatsoever what it was until somebody made a joke about it like many, many months ago on the show. I'm like, oddly
1: enough, Pete's, they're all feet. So So.
0: I hate feet. I have like an anti foot fetish, actually. I I think the foot is the ugliest part of the human body. It really is. It really is. I disgusting. could think of some uglier ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess it's all preference, I suppose.
3: This is true. Yeah. Also, it depends whose feet, right? I mean, you're talking about a very my feet are not great,
0: but I'm sure there are some pretty feet out there. I think all men's feet look like fucking caveman feet. Yes. Especially the ones yes. with little hairs on their, their knuckles and stuff. Yeah. Sure. Like, so, we don't oh. get
3: pedicures, right? We're not cleaning shit up. And I mean, maybe you guys do. I'm not
0: a big pedicure guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> No, not at all. And it's like, dude, stop wearing flip flops, you know? Please. <laughs> when I'm in, like, you know, whatever, some store and I see a bunch of college kids wearing flip flops, I'm like, please stop that. Birkin, Birkin stocks, too. <laughs> turning like, me off. <laughs> put some socks on, motherfucker. All right. Um, let's move on to the next part, Brett okay before we get too far off topic which is tends to happen around here <clears throat>
1: yes what's great about which this is segment is i didn't have to adjust it at all it was immediately after the leipzig comment and this is talking about the uh the types of changes that he can implement in the squad leading up to this weekend's match On a short amount of time yeah given that you can't do everything this week because so you've only got a couple you know a few days before
3: what specifically have you looked at tactically for this team? What have you
4: specifically tried to change? Well, certainly getting away from uh, the the man marking, um, trying to also with the ball create uh, tactics that don't expose us for transition moments as much. Uh, so, though you know the the clarity of the tactical model, um, without going. You know, uh, uh, so deep into every little detail. It's it's introducing important topics that I think uh, the players are, are and, and I can say it's an intelligent group that they are uh, that they can uh, um, understand and and put to practice. That has been, uh, in the end, that has been what the focus has been this week. And then you know, continuing to 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 for them to understand my personality and, and how we're going to continue to move forward as a group.
0: So the thing about that, Pete, is which is interesting is, a he doesn't have a whole lot of time. B it, later on he refuses to name the kind of formation he's going to use for the next game against Leicester. Three, he said Leicester properly after people were mocking him. They're like, I just wait till he says Leicester. I best bet you he says Leicester or something like that. Leicester, well, oh, yep. yeah, Leicester. <laughs> that was it, and he got it right. But I blame, I blame the English
1: language as a whole. That's just they, yeah. they set people up for failure.
0: But he's right about he doesn't have much time. How much can he get done before the game this weekend?
1: It's
3: I mean, tough. It's tough. I mean, you know, usually you get a new manager bounce, right? When when an old coach is sacked because things are going poorly, there's like a collective sigh of relief. And there's a new guy coming in. Everybody ups their performances a little bit. There's almost It's almost like a fresh start. And yeah. so you have two or three games, ideally, to kind of take advantage of that new manager bounce. That doesn't mean they're going to win all those three games or even that they're going to win any of them. But generally, you have you know you have a positive feeling, which is a sort of a good place to start from. Jesse Marsh has always talked about a ball-oriented press, right? That's the way he wants to play. It's not man-to-man. He even said they're they're going to move away from man-to-man. I think a lot of Leeds fans are happy to hear that. I think the yeah. players were probably happy to hear that because yeah. they don't seem like they enjoyed it either. Um, the question is. Can he get these guys who are also exhausted after a very, like Bielsa's system everywhere he has gone towards the end of the season, the players just, their energy levels drop because it's so high intensity for so long. And especially in England where they don't really have a winter break. It's even worse. Mm -hmm. My question is how much do these Leeds players have in the tank? But but Jesse is pretty good at understanding what's going on. He's not going to come and try to impose his system. It sounds like he's going to simplify it. And yeah. give them a little more freedom and try a few basic things without overloading
1: them with information, a la you know who. Yeah, but the, I think the uh, the easiest thing that they can do <laughs> in such short amount of time is just dropping the man marking. I mean, ninety nine point yes. nine nine percent of the players there probably grew up not man marking, and I, well, I don't think we have the clip.
0: There's like um, three managers in the whole world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and Mateo is like one of them. Of them. Exactly. It's <laughs> San Jose. Is what he, and so, yeah, it wears you out by the end of the season because you're running around like a you know chicken with your head cut off if it's not done properly. And um, I, my question is, what formation does Because he has two favorite formations. Does he stick? With, I mean, what formation do you think the team um, are going to be more familiar with? And uh, Or he mentioned Lester as the opponent. or 4-2-2-2? What do you think? I think 4-2-2-2. Yeah, I would hope hope that would be that
3: Jesse, I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off.
0: No, no, I was saying I I hope.
1: I'm hoping uh, Greg is in attendance watching that game, not because there's an American playing, but then maybe he can learn a new formation. Yeah. (laughs) Jesse (laughs) likes to use the touchline
3: as a defender, right? That's why he does this 4-2-2 thing, and then he presses you, and the only place you have to go is wide. And then yeah. once you push the ball wide, he just scoots that block over and get presses you tightly up against that touchline, and you have nowhere to go. That's how yeah. he likes to play. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm guessing we're gonna see that in Lester as well.
0: I mean, if Lester are anyway familiar, and this will be benefit beneficial for Jesse too, it's probably not a whole they haven't had a whole lot of time to study the footage on how Jesse plays. And so that's gonna be rough for them because there are ways to break down. Um, that zonal press and it's by getting in between um, and and uh, finding space in between the players and uh, that can't break it down so but they're not going to have a whole lot of time to prepare for that and i'm not sure how much they see it um in the english premier league the high press i mean not a lot of teams play that kind of crazy gegenball. not to that level right right
3: and 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 that this brings me to my next point guys the whole gegen pressing in my this is just my opinion the whole gegen pressing we're going to press until we die and then when we win the ball we're going to go as direct as we can go in my opinion is kind of played out at the highest level Jurgen yeah. klopp uh the guy who was at leipzig before jesse uh julian Nagelsmann, who's now at bayern they understood this and they 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 created more hybrid systems of right. pressing and also possession because also the higher level you you go the players don't want to press. These guys are talented, technical, world-class players. They want the ball. They don't want to just win it and then get rid of it. And so I don't know. Like this whole Ralph Rognick trying to do this at Manchester United, it's not really working. And I think for the same reasons. It's okay at lower levels. Like at Leeds, it might be fine. Champions League level teams, I don't know if this is – a you have to adapt. And this is my right. concern with Jesse.
0: On that hybrid model, that was one of the things the Leipzig players had said behind the scenes, which is, hey – you know, when we do get it occasionally, can we just take some time to rest and catch our breaths and possess it for a while and maybe run them around a little bit, too, before we go straight for the, you know, well, as they, they said uh, in one of the famous movies, you know, straight for the clitoris. You don't need to jump straight to the clitoris. you got to take your time, right? And the Clit commander. Sorry, <laughs> different movie. I'm sorry. That's p- <laughs> probably a little startling for some, but it's a movie reference. Um, yes. Yes. All right, you want to move on to the next one? What movie so the, was, that? was which, that? I don't know which movie you're talking
1: about. I think um, it was
0: Everything You Wanted to Know About Sex, But We're Afraid to Ask, which is a Woody Allen movie. I might mm, be wrong. I, I should watch
3: be, that. I could use some learning.
0: <laughs> There's a great, great sheep uh, scene in there you'll like, Pete. Yeah, so my reference was Jay, uh, Jane Bob
1: Strike right Back, so a little less classy, but.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do one. What's the next one? Do we next
1: want... one is our favorite one. It's the Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah, baby. Yes. one we're all this waiting one. to see. Uh, Jesse, do you feel there's a stigma around American coaches in English football? You joked this week about people might not, not like your accent and Paul Bradley
3: had a hard time, but he was uh, there.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think there's probably a stigma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Ted Lasso helped. Um... <laughs> I haven't watched the show, but I get it. I get it. Like, people hate hearing the word soccer. They hate hearing, you know, I mean, I've used the word football since I was a, a football, professional football player. I think more and more in the States, we're adapting to what the game here is in England and our connection with with what this league is and what the culture of the sport is in this country. Um, you know, uh, I can understand that they don't think that we have the experiences that can be created here in Europe, frankly, right? I mean, it, it was the reason I came to Europe. It was the reason I learned German. It was the reason I tried to adapt to new cultures. This is the fifth country I've coached football in. So and it, it takes me out of my comfort zone every time it challenges me to grow and develop and learn new things. Um, I'm very open to that. I'm very cognizant of the fact that I'm not perfect and I don't want to be. Um, and all I can say is the only way I know how to do things is to go all in to give everything I have to believe in who I am to believe in the people that I work with and to try to maximize what we are every day. And, and I find if you can do that effectively that you can be incredibly surprised with the human spirit and what you can achieve. So that sounds like Ted Lasso, I think from what I've heard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just it, was couple- that, it was
1: at that moment he won the audience over.
0: Yeah, I think so. There were a couple of things there. That was major sucking up to the English um, not just media, but also to fans, um, because there's no way he didn't use the word soccer while he's playing with Chivas USA. I, I just don't think that that's fucking possible, number one. And number two, um, five countries? Canada, U.S., Austria, Germany. England's what? the fifth. He said this is the fifth oh, country yeah. I've coached in. He was already counting in England, even yeah. though he hasn't coached a game yet. Okay, that's fine. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: Thought, thoughts on that, Pete? Mm yeah i mean look
3: jesse marsh for me is what more americans should be um after he got fired from montreal he took his family around the world and and traveled and didn't stay in hotels and all of that they stayed in like you know he wanted them to experience other cultures and to expose themselves to other languages and other ideas and to adapt you know and just realize that there's a big wide world outside the united states which some, not all, but some Americans maybe struggle to, I think, believe or, or to really understand that like we're, we think we're the epicenter of the world and maybe in some ways we are just because we're a superpower, but there's a big world out there and there's a lot sure of other is. ways of thinking and doing things. And, I, and Jesse understands that, you know, yeah. and, and I think, you know, learning German, a lot of Americans don't bother to learn a second language, you know, lear, you know, adapting to other cultures. I think that's been really good for him, both as a, as a coach and as a human being. And I love that about him. I think more Americans should go abroad and test themselves, even if it's in obscure places, more American coaches. I mean, we see players doing it. More coaches should go do it. Even if it's like whatever, the Macedonian league, right? Go expose yourself to something different, you know? And I think I love that about Jesse, that he's always done that, even if he hasn't always been that successful.
0: Yeah. Kind of reminds me of when um, they asked Pepe after one of the the games in an interview, how is your, your German lessons going? Yeah. And he said very good. He should have said gut. That would have really won him over. No, he says, he
1: says it's, con- it's 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 constantly improving. There's someone along those lines.
0: Yeah, well, he should have used some German. That's all I'm saying. That would have won him over immediately. And believe me, the fact, that, and, and you're so right, Pete, the fact that he went there and learned Germ- German going in, like he was already pretty good when he already got to Salzburg. Like he, you know, I mean, that really – garner's respect that's like the players understand you know this guy gives a shit he really wants to communicate with us so um that's a big positive Brett did you have anything to add
1: no I just on that clip I think the sense of humor alone is it was a breath of fresh air for a lot of fans um it's good to see um definitely knowledgeable on the game but uh I did pull up Jose Lopez's uh summon here because it does bring (laughs) us into something here real quick
0: Oh, that idiot that, so, that yeah. criticized him for saying <laughs> okay. soccer.
1: So one of the – it's not even a pet peeve anymore. I really don't care. So I mock people who do the, it's not soccer, it's football wow. comment. And uh, so I tend to have a lot of fun with those type of people. But uh, BR, uh, BNR Football or BR football um, posted the same thing. Like he doesn't say, use the word soccer, etc., etc. So somebody wrote the – or pulled up a quote on basically uh, the etymology behind – the term soccer. We're not going to worry about this. We all know where it comes from. We've all had this argument with many people. So then somebody goes, Loric goes, don't try to find an explanation. No one in the entire planet uses the word soccer besides the USA. It's football or football. So
0: that's a lie.
1: So my response to him was in the entire planet, how big are these subterranean populations that we? They should dictate what the sport is called for for all. I say let uh, live, let live. I'm assuming their home turf is artificial, maybe some kind of cave moss. Either way, hard <laughs> to grow grass. I
0: would expect. So, well, Pete, you've been all over the world. You know this isn't true. I mean, I could list off all the countries that either use soccer. Just soccer, or use a mixture of football and soccer. I mean, we got USA, right. Canada, Australia, Ireland. New Zealand. I mean, you can get into some, yep New Zealand, uh, even some obscure ones like Liberia, for obvious reasons. Uh, Pakistan, the Philippines use both interchangeably. So does South Africa and Singapore. I mean, do mm-hmm. we need to say anymore? Trinidad and Tobago are literally called the Soccer Warriors. Soccer, <laughs> soccer. exactly. Soccer soccer. Warriors. <laughs> a lot of a lot of Jamaicans call it soccer too yeah i think that if that's the hill you that's the hill you want to die on as a twitter person and you care about soccer (laughs) man you need to rework and rethink your priorities we're taking
1: over the world right now
0: yeah italians call it calcio Calcio. Calcio. oh yeah
1: that's
3: not even remotely related like football you can kind of get away with saying oh it's just a spanish version of football but calcio that's Look, I mean, for me, of all the things there is to criticize about American culture, what we call a soccer culture, what we call the game, is just the dumbest thing. Like, we call it soccer because we need to differentiate between the two games. Get over it. You know, if you want to say we're tactically inept or something like that, fine. Make a different criticism and then we can have a discussion and I'll I'll say we're not. But, you know, but this is just dumb and
0: old, tired cliche of a criticism, in my opinion. It sure as hell is. I mean, in South Korea, they call it chuga. Which translate literally to um, kickball, which I played in elementary school. Kickball. Should we should we go, <laughs> to, their, should we go to
1: their chat forms and say it's not kickball, it's soccer?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Cedric, Cedric Jr. on Twitter responds going, and Americans are supposed to be arrogant? Question mark. British people can't tolerate a word that they coined. Shaking my head. I guess yeah. This makes me. This makes me think that we should start taking over more words at this point. Or at what point in the future will the English be see, speaking a completely different language? Fair point. Yep. Fair we point. don't know. We'll just but, take it but
3: all. But can over. I ask you guys something? What did you make of his comments where he said, "Oh, I'm sorry. Were we not done continuing? No, I we'll keep going. <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Yeah." where he said, I don't think Ted Lasso helped because I've had this Ted Lasso debate with a lot of people. I think it's a great show. Like I enjoy watching the show. It's half comedy, half serious. It's heartwarming. It's slice of life. But in my opinion, it has kind of reinforced the stereotype that Americans don't really understand the game. They're, they're simply, you know, pithy one-liners and heartwarming motivational speeches and through that and some great music, you know, victories and hero- you know, heroics can be achieved sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. And I hate that because that's not true. I mean, we are in the American soccer landscape. Fans are very knowledgeable. Coaches are very good, a lot of them. Yep. You know, there's a very good tactical understanding not only of the game, but I think we have a very diverse understanding of different soccer cultures because Americans are everywhere. So we have to watch – England, Germany, Spain, we watch the Champions League, Mexico. Like, American soccer fans, I think, are some of the most educated. English soccer fans do not watch soccer outside of England. They watch the Premier League and then Champions League if their club is in it. But they don't watch the rest of the world. And so I just – I hate the stereotype that Ted Lasso continues to propagate, even if it's not trying to. I know it's a TV show and it's not related. But he is right, in my opinion. Maybe you guys can disagree with me that it does propagate a stereotype that's not really fair to
1: Americans. So and
0: there, even there, there, go ahead, Brett. I
1: was going to say, it's, it's twofold. It, creates, it, it reinforces that stereotype abroad. Um, however, there are a number of people who, talk, who, who posted uh, responses to that, that quote saying, hey, I was never a big soccer fan at all, and I watched Ted Lasso, and it started getting me into watching the sport. So it can,
0: it can benefit us stateside, but not necessarily worldwide. And I think Jesse handled it perfectly and had he not had that would, had that been Greg, who knows what, how Greg, it could have gotten <laughs> really awkward and sullen and who knows how the, how he would have answered that. I think Bob Bradley would have grinned as well. I think he would have yeah. had a chuckle. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. so sure about Greg. Maybe he would have, I don't know. Hard to read Greg sometimes. That's so. what I think Greg would have said. Okay. I mean, do, a okay Greg do a Greg.
3: It. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean I don't really know if there's a stereotype. What I think is important for us uh as a as as a group uh is is just to remember the principles of play, you know, and, and if we have you know verticality and we have uh you know the ability to create on the ball, then it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Uh what was the other question that you asked? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh hang on, I have a mug. I have a mug I want
0: to show you. <laughs> it's so classic. true classic. that would have been the classic it would have been uh yeah kind of like that i i'd agree He wouldn't have really answered the question you know what i don't even know if greg would have bothered to take that he would have said all right next question
1: I'll say the, <laughs> yeah the, unsp- the unspoken comment that greg says i guess he would go I- i'm sorry i'm sorry what's your name again You'll no longer be asking questions. Get out of the. Yes, Michael, the turd cameraman would (laughs) jot it down. (laughs) him. don't worry about it.
0: (laughs) Meg Swannick can no longer ask questions.
4: Yeah, poor Meg.
0: (laughs) That didn't really
3: happen, but no, no, it Uh, didn't. Although Sam Stachko got pretty close when he asked about the marking system with the corners after Panama. Remember? Yeah. Has
1: he been on since?
3: Yeah, no, he has. He, he has hasn't. been on. <laughs> he
1: has.
0: There's some guys they just call on over and over again. You really can't get rid of like Goff, Shredder. Yes. I mean, they're guys that have been around so long that if you canceled them, it'd be so obvious. Yes. Um, even uh, Grant Wall, who's not self-aware to know that there is an access issue. Um, Pete, all right so did, next did, one?
1: You have, did you have a copy of all of our, our talking points and our things here? Because this is about zonal marking and uh, on set pieces. Fascinating that we talked about that about Greg and uh, Sam's question.
0: So this is the man marking one, okay? Yeah.
1: Well, You know what? I'm not even gonna hit play because I don't know if I hit the share button. I I wish I would default to sharing audio. Isn't that hard? Why would you not want to share audio all the time?
0: Right. I don't know. Maybe. Damn it. Maybe (laughs) your your parents are having sex in the other room behind you, and you want to mute so your coworkers can't hear it. I'm not even gonna make the OnlyFans comment there. All right, you're
1: setting it up there. It's not going to happen. It's already okay. out of the park, buddy. Fair enough. Um, with, with your zonal marking, will this apply at set pieces as well as more generally?
4: Yeah, I mean, we'll have set piece strategies too. Um, I understand that one of the strengths of the group is this idea of locking in on players at the right moments. And, and and listen, even if we want to talk about the way that I like to think about football, there are moments when we are in, in man-marking phases and, and and man-marking moments and our ability to be aggressive and attack the opponent – in those moments is, is, is going to be really important for the adaptation to the way that I would like the team to play. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we'll see what I'm, not, I'm not, again, I'm not going to give away too much for what, what our yeah. uh, program will be. And it just goes-
0: That's smart.
3: Cause he doesn't need to give it away. Well, yeah. Also he doesn't want the other team to, you know, plan for anything, which is why he has to be careful what he says, but I think he was about as upfront as he could have been
0: without giving
1: away tactics, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Uh, do we have any questions? Uh,
1: well, we still have another uh, clip, real quick.
0: I know, but I thought no. maybe we'd take on a couple before they all fly by, <laughs> and become uh, Yeah, and... I had one. Uh... <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Can confirm.
1: <laughs> Can confirm.
3: <laughs> Can confirm.
1: <clears throat>
0: That's good news. <clears throat> uh, I mean, who isn't? Let's be honest.
1: I'm kind of a legs
0: legs guy, actually. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I had some girlfriends with small boobs. Didn't bother me too much. As long as... Well, anyhow. What am I getting? No. I'm not getting into (laughs) that. (laughs) You're
3: like getting fodder for (laughs) cancellation. Exactly. (laughs) Cancellation fodder is what this is right here.
0: It is. No more boob questions. Mm. Mm. And, Um, Yeah. No more hope solo stuff in the chats, please, people. I saw that multiple times. It was our fault last time. Oh, is it? Yeah, the leak photos. Anyhow, yeah, there was there was an
1: Arby's joke in there.
0: Right. They came up, and I said, "You
1: did." Oh my god. Yeah,
0: probably shouldn't have said anything. But let's—they weren't. uh, Anyhow, God, I'm going to do it again. All right.
3: In (laughs) fairness to anybody who's—if my photos were leaked people would go Ugh, just as much. If That's for more. sure. More, even, more so. more. even more so. Blame oh no, people fame. will throw up in their mouths for me. <laughs> and then send it to me in the mail. All
1: right, we're getting right. off. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Chris Gary says, Greg is the world's largest single cell organism.
0: Okay. <laughs> what the hell, Chris? What the... Uh, thoughts on the new U.S. Men's National Team TV deal? I haven't even heard about this yet. Have you
1: HBO, been... Turner Sports. Two hundred okay.
3: million dollars, right?
1: I, I didn't know the I didn't know the figure. I just knew where they're going.
3: Oh, Turner, Turner's Turner, good. yeah. Can you find that anywhere?
1: not uh, that- doesn't, doesn't Turner have like TNT and stuff like that? Okay. Yeah,
3: they have a bunch of different. I think it's going to be on HBO Max. Oh no, Anything behind a paywall. Say. So another paywall that you have to pay for. I luckily I already have HBO Max because I have other shows on there that I
0: watch. But for most people who don't have that, you know. It's yep. it's getting irritating at this point. I've got ESPN Plus, I've yeah, got yeah. Paramount Plus. B-dog. Then I signed up for B-dog. Disney just, just to watch, watch the th- Premier League, just yeah. to watch the Beatles movie for you know. So I mean, I'm signed up for all this shit, and it's probably going to be mostly useless then next time around. So yes, confirmed from Lance, 200 mil. Hey Lance, thanks for all. You're always very informative. Like Lance knows his shit. Like I, yeah. when you were on your last show, and somebody was like. You, you guys were like, yeah, I can't remember Rokas P-p-p-p-p-p-sus. It Yeah, it's Haydox split. Like, he was like, bam, right there, yeah, along with yeah. me. He beat me by a second. Um, all right, next, next one.
1: Well, in just a turn of have TNT, TVS, and HBO Max. Games will be exclusive to the Max. Of course. Because, because for whatever reason, a U.S. Uh, men's qualifier can't take the place of one of the 160,000 NBA basketball games that go on in the season. Can't it's, just take, replace one on a, on a on a cable channel. We've got to throw it behind the paywall.
0: This paywall thing is getting – it's not good for the sport in general. You're really denying access to a lot of people who love football but can't afford to have 65 different subscriptions.
3: Yes.
0: So it's just not good for the sport, and it needs to stop. And, and U.S. soccer needs to stop it. They need to say, no, this needs to be on a nationally televised main channel that everyone can watch.
3: Yeah, but you're suggesting that they really want to grow the game instead of make money. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, like in other words, if not.
3: ESPN offered them 180 mil, but would be on TV all the time, they would rather take the $200 million deal than give it to ESPN, which might do more to grow the sport. Right? That's my yeah.
0: Opinion. Yeah, no. I mean, the whole making money thing is getting pretty old at this point. I'm sure yeah. they could have still made that $200 and. Or maybe it'll be 180 if they provided or added that clause that says, you know, it has to be on a main channel that is viewable by 80% or 90% of the audience um, who have cable or TV. I know cable's a dying thing, folks. I get it. So, um, but come on, this is getting, my parents are incredibly, they don't have any subscriptions and every time they hear games not on. Uh, tv they're just like wow fuck i've got a hundred 1080 channels and it's not yeah. on a single one of my channels
1: so cut the cord there cut the cord
0: yeah all right thank you paying for cable when you stream
1: everything uh bob asks, or bob says that if they keep it five dollars a month he's fine with it if the prices start jumping that'll be an issue is hbo max only five dollars a month
0: i have no i thought idea. it was like 15 i have no clue i wouldn't know I mean, um,
1: I, have, I have access to HBO Max. I just don't know the price of what it costs. We it's, got it's what? Well, sure. <laughs> exactly. Right. We got there, go. wh- there it is right there. Boom. It's $15 a month.
0: Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot of money on top of your cable bill already. So, yeah. It's very frustrating for the average fan who maybe is lowing lower middle class. And, you know, they're already barely getting by and paying their bills. And now they can't even watch a fucking soccer game, which everybody should be able to watch on their TV. Plus, now you're spending
3: all that money on gas anyway.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
3: No kidding. You you
1: more so than us on the West Coast.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You guys are getting totally (laughs) royally fucked. We hit five. Ah! After the sanctions on Russia, we hit five.
1: Oh my god! Just stop driving. I know, right? I'm (laughs) like, stay home
3: and do live streams with Brett and
0: (laughs) (laughs) We got one more, one more quote, Brett. Yeah, Pete. We were planning an hour, but if you want to stay over, you can. If you got, I I got to, I
3: got to take off pretty soon. But okay, um, I'll, I'll stay for this last quote.
0: Let's do it.
1: A different balance because I mean, like last week, Stuart Dallas seemed to sort of switch on to Ryan Sessignon to sort of man marking when they changed slightly, but in a, way, in a way, he seemed to be doing too many jobs at once and it kind of didn't work. So, is that something that
4: well, I you know, I've played against teams that are man marking, uh, I think this is still stuck attacking. on man marking, which we just and did, Brett. We've always tried to do is create, They're, they're going
1: to talk over this, but this is uh, the immediately after. Reference. So she asked a question about man marking on defense on the set plays. This
4: is man marking in general.
0: Oh, uh, we should just let it run last time. I mean, well,
4: that would have been two minutes. Play and behind. And I'm not right? going to get things this for is that. What, this is now what you've seen. The strategy has been to get, uh, for playing against Leeds in the last weeks. Um, obviously, the way we play, that won't be as simple. It won't be as easy. Um, and we won't rely on just one player to follow a uh, one other player. It'll be more how we shift and adjust as a group, and 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 still then come down to defensive moments that 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 we can come up big.
0: Okay, why don't we do the last one so Pete can talk about the last one, which is because we already talked about man man marking ad sure. nauseum.
1: Was do we have another one? Yeah, we uh, got uh, 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 another one at 52
0: yeah. flat. It's the 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 paranoid uh, English people asking about Americanization of soccer.
1: Oh, yeah, so it's it's a, it's right here actually. It's coming up next.
0: Right. Okay. It's the very next one. 52 flat. Sorry, Pete.
1: No worries. No worries.
4: Ralph. Hi Jesse. You said you played the A's Leagues 20 odd years ago and you've obviously followed the progress closely in the past couple of years. What do you see as the club's potential? And obviously there's talk of 49ers potentially completing a full takeover at some point. What's your sort of take on Leeds United as a whole and the, you know, potential? Well, um, yeah, I think knowing football history and what Leeds has been in the past, I know that, and knowing this is a a one-team city and that the supporters are so big, not just here in Leeds, but internationally, um, I think that this club has incredible potential to continue to inch itself forward as a bigger and bigger uh, uh, club here in, in England. Now, you know, we're in a big moment right now where we have to find a way to to fight for everything to stay in the top league, and then we can hopefully continue the process again as we as we continue to move forward. Um, I, I, I want to make it clear that with the 49ers, they – I've, I met them. They're incredibly intelligent people. Um, they're very um, clear in terms of what has made them successful in terms of strategies and how to manage organizations. And, and I think there's a lot to be learned from them, but I also want to make it clear that that's not the main reason I'm here. And 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 to say that there is an American uh, Americanization of this club would be inaccurate. I think everyone from Andrea to Angus to, to Victor are very clear that the, the they have a a distinct vision for what this club is and will become and that the 49ers or me or the talk about american players or whatever that that this is sort of a side note in the in the process. Uh,
0: I I like that. I mean, he took it head on and he just said it's not there's no conspiracy going on here. I mean, he had to though, Pete.
3: Yeah, for sure. And, and it's, it's a fair point, right? I mean, you know, Bob Bradley had the same questions when he took control of Swansea. I mean, Jason Levine, you know, owns that club. Uh, they also own DC United. It's a fair question. And let's be honest, a lot of the American clubs in England right now or that are owned by Americans are very unhappy with their American owners. Primarily, you know, Arsenal and Manchester yep. United. So it, it, that's nothing to do with Jesse, But the same way that like if there's a rude um, American goes abroad and is rude to their waiter, they're going to think of Americans that way. Doesn't mean we're all that way. Right. I might be super nice to my waiter. But like it's just part and parcel of, the you know, being a a part of a country like you're going to get judged by what other people are doing. And I think it's fair, but I think you gave a good answer. Andrea is the guy who runs that club. He owns it. He bought it. It's his passion project. If he didn't want Jesse there, it doesn't matter what the 49ers would say. Jesse wouldn't be there.
0: Right. I'd agree. Hey, Pete, I just wanted to thank you for coming on for the full hour and more. Was no, awesome, sure, having... guys. Let's do this at my channel as well. It'd be
3: fun to have you guys.
0: Yes. Awesome. Yep. Let's, let's do it. Pick a date. You, I think you have my phone number, right? I have so, your phone number. I'll tell all right. you. We'll just check me. We'll Absolutely. Absolutely. All all right, have a guys. great uh, Good luck. night at work. Thanks. Thanks Pete. <laughs> Take care, See man. Guys. Later. All right. Well that was fun, everybody, and thanks for showing up for this. I well, think that, are we got more to cover? Well, we're done with that. We're
1: done with that topic. But we do have one question, remember? Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, uh Frank, he uh, you know, just Frank said it, Uh did he say the 49ers?
0: Yes, yes, they're yes. a partial owner. They are 49ers owners. The owners of the 49ers. I don't are think it's the Bartolo owners. family anymore, is it? I thought that that changed hands, but maybe it could be. I mean, I'm not a 49ers yeah. fan, so I, I don't know. Um, And then, oh, somebody asked about John Brooks. Uh, I'm going a little down there. Um, Oh, all the way down, huh? Where should John Brooks sign? Yeah. Somebody had mentioned uh, Bayern Munich, but I just, and yeah, they need some backup CBs, but let's be really clear, he would end up being a backup CB. And that's not what John Brooks needs in his career right now. Although we're going to hear really soon whether or not, because John Brooks is informed. Okay, so Mm -hmm. if he doesn't make the next call up, everything we have been telling you for three months continues to be true. So let's do more questions. No, Do you
1: think uh, Leeds could use some uh, backup in the defense? (laughs)
0: You know, Leeds could use Brooks, but then again, Jesse's got to be careful about bringing all these Americans right away. He's got to kind of trickle them in. He can't just, you know, it's not like FIFA. He can't just go, you know what? I'm gonna sign only American well, players.
1: Yeah, and there there is there are the rumors that are spreading that uh I mean even Pete talked about it, but uh, Jordy coming or Jordigan signed Mihailovic.
0: Yeah. Um I, I don't I even think Aaron,
1: I think Aronson's uh, as long as the money's there, I think Aaronson's probably gonna be the best option that he might pull in because the team was interested in him before uh before March even got before the change, signed. right? So
0: yep. And the owners already knew that you know, Bielsa was going to go and they were already interested in Aronson. So there's that to keep in mind. Um, but you're right, Tom Brooks could be snubbed for long. That, that very yeah. much could happen. I don't think Brooks to Dortmund. I mean, they do need help, but they might go younger. Brooks is at the center back. Yeah.
1: Center back's like the
0: one position that they tend to stay
1: relatively old on. He's for almost, the most part, started wise. He's,
0: uh, he's itching 30 soon. I know. So, Um, that might work, but I mean, he needs to probably, he's got to get out of Wolfsburg. Obviously they don't want him because Mm -hmm. they didn't even try to really, you know, give him a new deal and give him a new offer that made sense, um, or made him feel like he's being rewarded for being loyal to them. And, uh, so yeah, he's got to go. He's got to get out of there. That ship has sailed at this point. Mm-hmm. So, any other questions? Let's see. Dortmund wouldn't be terrible. We just took that on. Um,
1: yeah, there we go. Let's do this
0: one. Brooks, to Chicago Fire. So, Greg will read him <laughs> You know, we'll take, how's, it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I I wish that weren't true. I really <laughs> wish that weren't true, but I think it could be true.
1: It'll automatically be our starting center back at that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. More <laughs> questions. Still more.
1: Uh, let's. Uh, well, I guess while we're waiting for other things to pop up here, let's pull up this question on Twitter real quick. Okay. Okay. Doo, doo, so, question: Thinking twenty to thirty years from now, if the world still exists, match a uh, match the following players to their most likely job. Each job can only be matched to one player.
0: Thirty years from now, I'd be eighty.
1: <laughs> you so... got to do, do it in eighty-year-old Derek's voice too, like.
3: Well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> that's assuming i make it to 80 which is eh, all the parting i've done over the last 30 years probably gonna you know the toll is going to have to be paid at some point but uh okay so we're supposed to draw lines between these i wish we could actually draw physical lines on this that i could if fun. i
1: hadn't pulled up I, yeah i'm not gonna do it right now it'd take way too much time and it'd be just Not worth the payoff, but I I could easily do it.
0: Can you just use a marker on your screen? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) Permanent marker. Wait, this comes off screens, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. So you're asking us to draw lines between these things. This is not going to be, well, it's not that bad, actually. USSF Brass. that has got to be Raina, dude. His dad's been in the inside for so long. I think if, you know, 30 years from now, I think Rain is more likely than any of these guys to be inside the USSF brass.
1: Probably. Just maybe, like his maybe, dad. maybe Adams, but probably Raina, I guess. Following well, his footsteps.
0: Yeah. I didn't pick Adams because I have him as a. Uh,
1: coach. hope.
0: I was thinking coach. Yeah, yeah I coach. really do. Um
1: I'm torn with McKinney, man. He could be TV commentator or he could be a playboy in Monaco.
0: I think he's going to do both, <laughs> frankly. I really do. I think he's going to be both. I think he's going to be a TV commentator playboy. Um, but I do think more if likely... less one. I'm yeah, going with commentator. I am too, because... Because
1: it's not Polisic as commentator. It's definitely not Dest. Who, maybe maybe a TV commentator uh, in Europe, but...
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that uh, leaves us Dest, right?
1: Well, Dest and Pulisic, uh for either... Playboy in Monaco, or Monaco, or a soccer club owner.
0: Man, both of those guys aren't suited for Playboy at all. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna say Polisic as a soccer club owner it makes some sense. then's just gonna have to default to the Playboy in Monaco. I can see him sitting back, smoking cigars. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know why not? He, you know, he's lived in Europe almost his whole life. So why wouldn't he just stay, and then pay less taxes? I, uh, living in monaco it's a good good place to they have no
1: tax no taxes in monaco
0: so
1: uh jose lopez for 199 dest dj mckinney model ballistic coach
0: yeah that's okay yeah no i mean that would make sense too what was dj he's a dj huh
1: is that the playboy is
0: no i thought play well Playboy model for McKenny, maybe. I don't know. No, oh, maybe. All right. Thanks for confusing or... us, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gotta spell it out more than that, man. Yeah. I'm poor idiots at this time of night. Mm. Uh, Lance
1: says Reyna seems cutthroat and cruel. I think he'd be. I think he would be an owner.
0: <laughs> Could be, but I mean, out of all those guys, maybe Polisic would also be a USSF guy. Stooge, but. No one's been groomed for it better than Reyna By his dad And I'm not calling his dad a stooge So I'm just saying his dad's inside He's part of the old clique The old guard so. Hold on, first off yes. We, DJ just we know <laughs> We know, but we just We can't I make any really a, an We can't really make any assumptions You know what I mean uh, Dest will be a ball boy at Chicago Bulls <laughs>
1: He always wears the, He always wears the Chicago Bulls jersey and stuff Oh, it's a um video. Oh. If you haven't well. seen that video? Go watch that video. He wears the same jersey and kit everywhere he goes. And he, it's so it's all red, obviously. And he's like, What's your favorite color? And he's like, He's wearing it. And he goes, Orange or something like
0: that. <laughs> well, of course. You know, he's lived his whole life in, in Holland. And that really is the color of Holland. Yeah. Orange. After the Duke of Orange. So you like just kind of hung on to that. <laughs> P-Fuck needs to be back regardless. Yeah, Pfuk needs to start scoring again. It's a couple games in a row now where he's gone it's almost one the four. goal. He's got one goal. He scored the week prior. I know, but been two games without goals. He played again today. Oh, or well, yesterday? shit!
1: He's got thirteen goals or something like that, or nineteen goals all, all around or something. Like, I don't know, something ridiculous.
0: I think it was yesterday he played. He didn't score again, so I get it. But two games in a row, I'm just saying to con- he should be there, but. That's enough, generally, for Greg to go, Yeah, you're not informed. When was the last time that uh, Zardis scored? Did Ferreira score this past weekend? It doesn't matter. Those are his boys. Those are Greg's boys. He likes Ferreira those wasn't guys.
1: A, Ferreira wasn't his boy until just recently.
0: He's been for two windows, practically.
1: Mm. He's, he's in Does the, the Bolivia one really count?
0: All I know is Ferrer knows his system, supposedly, and, and Zardis obviously supposedly knows it. Supposedly. I keep saying the word <laughs> supposedly because I don't... Think Irregardless
1: really... of what you're trying to tell me,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, but I don't,
1: I don't. I would, know. I would take, I would take Ferreira over Zardis in this situation. But
0: hell yeah, was a
1: hell of a lot more experience with the system. But I would still take Ferrero over him.
0: Good old uh, Brick Feet. He's done in my book. <laughs> he's done, and he's not even a regular starter for the crew anymore. So I mean, that's that's an issue.
1: I thought it was. I thought it was yeah, cool Jersey Exactly
0: Lance. what KM Preston just said. Zardis. Might not even be a starter for the crew. That's he wasn't this past weekend. That's right. So, you know, uh the guy but I guess that doesn't always matter for Greg because you know, he'll call up guys that don't start necessarily. I mean, we we know that um, there have been players who've been called up that haven't played for a long time. Wesley Nickens, who do you start in Azteca? Globe Gabe Gab, Slonina, Horvath, or Johnson? Well that's presuming that the injuries to Stefan and Turner aren't fixed and I think they will be. In that Ooh. case it'll probably be Turner.
1: This is uh this is a uh, going around the interwebs. It's even reached Chicago's head fire coach or Chicago Fires head coach.
0: <laughs> of course he said that, but that's not that's not a smart thing to do in as to throw a 18-year-old kid Eight? into the blender of an Azteca. I think he's turning 18 in only like two months. So yeah, I'm round- and
1: He'll still be 17 at that point.
0: And I'm rounding up. Okay. Mm. So yeah, I would not throw a young kid like he's that into 17 that and three quarters, Derek. He's only seventeen. <laughs> uh, uh of
1: those three Horvath starts. Then I'd play Slonina, then Johnson. No, I'd play Johnson over Slonina, even though I, I like I like Slonina, and I think he's promising. I just think he needs more experience as a whole, and I would not throw him in Azteca that quickly. Saying that, his his attitude, uh, his type of attitude and how he addresses pressure, seems like he'd be fine with it, but he wouldn't be bogged down by the, the all this of, of Azteca, the way he at least plays and runs himself, but no, I would go Horvath, Johnson, Slimia. Damn! Do you
0: see? I nailed that. Wesley Nickens turns eighteen in May. Um, um, just fucking nailed it. That shit's just in my head, right. like I'm a fucking computer or something. So
1: Wesley, what you're saying is, come March when we're playing in Azteca, we will still be seventeen.
0: Seventeen and nine and and like eleven twelfths. Four fifths. <laughs> seventeen and four fifths. Derek. <laughs>
1: All right, what do we got left? This Johnson is is so dog shit. He's so shaky on the ball and makes errors, lets in easy goals.
0: Yeah, I mean he's not. I wouldn't want him to start either. I mean it's got to be Turner or Stefan. So that's it. I mean Turner, I heard here is a very minor injury, and same with Stefan. So I think they'll both be fine here in the next couple weeks. Any more? Oh, uh,
1: nope, uh, that's it. about it. Yeah, let me just right. check uh, Twitter real quick. Got a couple notifications. Anything worthwhile?
0: Hour and fifteen. No. So our goal of hitting an hour on these shows has been not working hey, so far, but we appreciate. We're bringing it. it
1: down a little bit. We've been consistently like at one twenty-four every time
0: but Jose Lopez, I don't think you should brag about knowing when young boys are going to turn eighteen. There, <laughs> got a calendar with every single one of them on there. It's not my thing, my friend. <laughs> not uh, my thing. I leave. I leave that to so Kevin Spacey. All right. Key,
1: keyboard. Keyboard warrior is going to clip that out of context now. Just say so you no.
0: Know. <laughs> don't even tempt him to. I leave that to Kevin Spacey. That's his thing. Ain't mine. I don't
1: know. 18, I think, seems a little young for, or a little uh, old for Kevin Spacey.
0: Allegedly. Yeah, that's allegedly disgustingly true. Yeah, allegedly. (laughs) Don't sue us, Kevin Spacey. Well, we didn't say for a fact. We said allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. It's a lot of allegedly, though, going on there. Uh. (laughs) It's getting dark. <laughs> yes, it is. Sorry, Lance. And I don't want to end on a dark note. So, um, let's see if that's, <laughs> did we have anything else? Cause if we don't, um, one of the recommended videos on my screen the other day was Richard white gets eaten by a bear. So it's moved from sharks to bears. I don't know what's <laughs> going on there. Like as if the shark thing wasn't bad enough. Now it's bears.
1: Uh, any guys in Europe you think would benefit a move, from a move to MLS? Shaq Moore being an example. At this point, yeah.
0: I mean, you're riding pine for Tenerife. Not good. But well, we already
1: ready. we already talked about Brooks. I think uh, a move for P. Fock to MLS might benefit him getting back on the national team.
0: Would it really? No. I think he he'd be better off moving to Belgium from Switzerland to Belgium, <laughs> like a bigger club. So. God, Bob, no that uh,
1: that uh, a comment, Bob. It, yeah, it, it's become it's become uh, canon for our show, I guess. Oh,
0: No, <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, rumor that Greg was in England to meet Balagon. Yes, and he actually went to the sergeant's game as well. So Excuse he's me. making all the stops right now. <laughs> so uh, no, I uh, the
1: uh, the uh, center back for Norwich, U.S. guy. What's his name?
0: For who? Norwich. Oh, John Tomkinson.
1: Yeah, didn't he get minutes?
0: No, but he was on the bench. Who am I thinking of?
1: Tom Linson? Tom Tomlinson? No, it's Tomkinson. I'm thinking of somebody. I'm trying. There's somebody else that got time. This week. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go back looking through my uh, my feed, but somebody the, else got time
0: in the Did Premier I, League. Well, I don't know if it's Premier League. Now. Wasn't Premier League. Trust me. So no. Um, hi Connor. Um yeah, what's, what's what's the
1: uh, what's the uh what's uh Green's teammate's name? Tillman. No, it wasn't Tillman shit. Never mind, fuck it. We're gonna drop it. I don't know.
0: Well, I'll be able to tell you in the next show, which will come up tomorrow, which will be a review of all the uh play know, this up. week. How or,
4: was it?
0: This midweek, but I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Anyhow, make sure you like it. Clearly, <laughs>
1: neither do I, Derek. Clearly so, neither do
0: I. But Tom it was good that to Tompkinson's making the bench on occasion for Norwich city has yet to really play yet, but that's okay. Um, I'm glad that I know that somehow. All right. So make sure you like subscribe, share it with your grandma. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight with Pete and Philippa, who I want to thank. If you haven't gone to tactical manager or 11 Yanks, make sure you like their stuff or, you know, subscribe to their pages. They're great guys. Um, you know, our little alliance with them and Sam will continue Along with FIFA America, we're all going to continue to work together um, in this whole independent market, indie market um, soccer media thing. We've got to stick together um, because if we don't, they'll try chewing us apart one at a time. But now that we're all together, it's a little harder for them to get rid of us one at a time, which they were trying to do for a little while. Not apes, us,
1: apes together, strong. not not
0: us. They weren't trying to get rid of us. They they've mm-hmm. already heard of us before, and they're not worried about us. It's I think I get guys. rid of us. Yeah, I think,
1: I think if anybody's going to get rid of us, it's us.
0: <laughs> That's absolutely correct. We might just get rid of ourselves by we've opening our mouths we've, can, we've
1: canceled ourselves.
0: Yeah, a little more hope solo talking. We're we're out. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time, guys. Peace out. Cheers. Do it again. Oop.
1: Ah, fuck. Like it, that's way too many likes. I got a comment on a channel. Fuck! (laughs) Oh, (sighs) yeah, that should probably do. That should probably do. That should
0: probably do. That (laughs) hurt.
2: World Recording and drag